Welcome to the Dermatology Podcast, the official podcast of the European Academy of Dermatology and Venereology. I'm Christopher Horskamp. And I'm Cecilia Mitzwash. And we are your hosts. In this episode, we will be going through the editor's picks for March 2021. Today, we will be exploring the topics duck-like lips in mycoplasma-induced rash, masks and skin disease stigma, non-invasive measurement of melanoma thickness, biological therapy in psoriasis. But before we get into that... On the 6th and 7th of May, the EADV Symposium will be one of the most important virtual events of the spring. With over 100 speakers and 30 hours of semi-live lectures, our scientific program is full of exciting updates. And now... Duck-like lips in mycoplasma-induced rash and mucositis. Mycoplasma-induced rash and mucositis, MIRM, is a new entity which is caused by mycoplasma pneumonia, a bacterium that can cause atypical pneumonia. It can clinically overlap with drug-induced erythema multiform, EM spectrum diseases, which are acute skin reactions in response to certain medicines. Lip enlargement may be an important sign of either systemic or local diseases, including MIRM and EM spectrum diseases. A. Dondi from San Orsola University Hospital, Bologna, Italy, and co-authors carried out a retrospective study of five pediatric cases with microbiologically confirmed MIRM. They found that in contrast to EM spectrum disease, lip enlargement in MIRM is persistent and in severe cases can lead to a swelling of the vermilion borders between the red of the lip and surrounding skin, with a duck-like lips appearance. This may be a clue to suspect MIRM in children and to quickly begin appropriate treatment. Masks don't protect from only COVID-19. Mask wearing is virtually widespread, or should be, in order to reduce the transmission of coronavirus disease 2019, or COVID-19. We know that especially in sensitive and atopic skin, wearing a mask frequently may cause irritation with pruritus, erythema, and contact dermatitis, and potentially result in the worsening of existing skin diseases such as atopic dermatitis. At a time when drug manufacturers are talking about patient centricity, patient associations are taking the initiative to set up real-life studies. Last June, S. Merhand of the French Eczema Association in Red on France and co-authors carried out a survey created by members of the French Eczema Association regarding perceptions and symptoms related to wearing a mask and their consequences. Although many reported bothersome symptoms, only 16% of the participants changed their skincare habits due to wearing a mask, typically by applying an emollient more often. Notably, when asked if the mask protected them from others looking at them, slightly over half, or 53%, of responders agreed. Thus, the fact that patients see the mask as an opportunity to avoid the gaze of others is a sad testimony to the suffering from stigma that these patients endure on a daily basis. Maybe this isn't an aspect that also people would consider. Yeah, the stigma is always there, but... This research has really shed some light on it. And this is because of the current COVID-19 situation. 
specifically related to the current public acceptance, hopefully, hopefully. of mask wearing. So what's up next? Non-invasively measuring melanoma thickness. Staging melanoma is important as it guides treatment decisions and helps determine prognosis of the patient. Existing techniques, for example biopsy, make it difficult to estimate the depth of a melanoma called the Breslov depth. B. Park from Pohang University of Science and Technology, Pohang, Korea, and co-authors developed a clinical photoacoustic and ultrasound imaging system using light-induced sound waves that combines a 3D wide-field handheld scanner capable of measuring human melanoma thickness in vivo studied in a living organism. In an in vivo study of six patients with melanoma, they imaged melanoma of various forms, one in situ, three nodular, one acrolentigenous and one metastatic, sizes and locations, and measured their thickness. The authors claim that their photoacoustic imaging results are the largest and deepest 9.1 mm in vivo scanned human melanoma tumors to date. We know that patients have a poor prognosis if their melanoma is not identified and treated early. Thus, their system could serve as an important non-invasive imaging tool in determining the stage of melanoma, in deciding on the excision region of the melanoma, and may improve the prognosis of patients. A biological therapy for systemically treatment-naive patients with psoriasis. Bradalumab is an injectable monoclonal antibody that binds to interleukin-17 receptor subunit A involved in the body's immune response, blocking its action and thereby relieving symptoms of psoriasis. Head-to-head clinical studies are important to compare the efficacy of a medication with an existing treatment. In an open-label, head-to-head trial, A. Pinter from the University of Frankfurt, Frankfurt am Main, Germany, and co-authors compared bradalumab and fumaric acid esters over 24 weeks in patients moderately to severely affected by psoriasis who were naive to systemic treatment. By this we mean not having received treatment. They found that patients treated with bradalumab experienced a significant reduction in psoriasis, as early as after two weeks, with over three-quarters, actually 79%, achieving an absolute psoriasis area and severity index, or PASI, score of less than three at week 28, with a p-value of less than 0.001. The research shows the superiority of bradalumab in terms of both PASI of less than or equal to three and PASI of less than or equal to one, although this is post hoc data. Nevertheless, the improvement found in PASI, indicating clear or almost clear skin, is encouraging as it is in line with recent recommendations to reach a low PASI level as a treatment goal for psoriasis. No new unexpected safety issues were reported for bordalumab. The author suggests that this may be used as first-line therapy and that treatment guidelines can be updated for systemic naive patients with psoriasis. The first article was Duck-like lips, a new clinical feature for diagnosis of mycoplasma-induced rash and mucositis by Dondi and co-authors. The second article was Wearing a mask and skin disease, patients with atopic dermatitis speak it out by Merhand and co-authors. 
The third article was 3D Wide Field Multispectral Photoacoustic Imaging of Human Melanomas in Vivo, a pilot study by Park and co-authors. The last article was a Phase 4 randomized head-to-head trial comparing the efficacy of subcutaneous injections of bradalumab to oral administrations of fumaric acid esters in adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Those were the editor's picks for March 2021. If a topic has piqued your interest, you can find these editor's picks and accompanying articles in the most recent issues of the Journal of the European Academy of Dermatology and Venerology. We appreciate you joining us and look forward to presenting more research, news, and interviews. Until the next time, take care of your skin.